Welcome to That's What Sure Said. I'm Adam. And I'm Brooks. And this is the show where we think long and hard about The Office, Parks and Recreation, and all the other great content produced by Greg Daniels and Michael Schur. Here we go. So, we had a Parks and Recreation special recently, didn't we? Yeah, that was a nice little surprise. Um, Kind of like, you know, I, I think maybe social media is kind of the first that showed up, and it's like, oh, what? What is this? You know, it's like a Zoom Zoom chat episode. Yeah, it was, logistically, I was wondering how this was all going to work. Um, I figured it was going to be what it ended up to be, but uh, you know, kind of that SNL style of the um, the Zoom call, but uh, with with like the commercial element, you know, because like half of the uh, half of the show was like com- you know, kind of the, some commercials, and half of it was chats, uh, which right. is kind of what SNL did. But what I liked about it was that there was that production value. Like it felt like the just an episode of the show, you know, with the credits and the intro and like all that stuff. It really the production value helped, I think, make this feel like an actual episode. Yeah, I agree. And and I think, you know, the comparison to SNL, it's it's interesting because SNL might be the only other show that's done something like this, right? Where, you know, um in, in case you know, you dear listener have uh, been under a rock for a few years uh, or months or, or whatever that, you know, society has come to a standstill and TV production along with, you know, all other types of industry are sort of on hold. And so we have this like situation where shows like SNL, where it's like a sketch show and it's it's kind of they're used to doing stuff live and and piecing it all together. They were sort of ready and prepared to be like, OK, we're going to do a show from our homes and it was like a true you know they've done a few episodes now um and it's like it's kind of like just like snl right but you know obviously um like a lot of differences you got the lower production quality and stuff um but yeah like to your point about the parks and rec special i think it was like very well designed and it seems like they put a lot of time and thought into it and even though you know, um, we're recording this, uh, the week that it aired, um, the, the first week in May and like this whole thing kicked off, you know, two months ago, two and a half months ago in terms of all the closures and stuff. So just in terms of how they did it, I'd love to, um, get in. And I, and I think you have an article that, um, you'll probably be able to give some info later, but, uh, but yeah, like just how they, how they managed to, put together such a well-produced episode in such a short amount of time yeah no i surely do have a uh article to share with you catch the catch the pun there oh maybe a lot of these <laughs> and uh yeah no he talks a lot about he talks a lot about how they made the episode and how um it was this these little rigs that they had to make it was a little tripod with an iphone mounted to it um, and this app that they actually had all use the same app and they just had to record it and they had to make sure it was at the right frame rate, all this stuff. Um, there was a little lighting rig that was, that they, uh, attached that was part of like the little package that they got FedExed. Um, I think it was like most of the people were in LA and one of the production guys just drove around, uh, it says Morgan and a couple other people who used to work on the show just drove around the city and delivered, you know, the little rigs, huh. uh, uh, Aziz was in England so they had the FedEx in one. That's why his his background probably looks how it did in the show. Yeah, because like all of his regular backgrounds be like, are you in are you in England? Yeah, yeah right. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's on his book tour. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there was definitely a, a lot that went in, but it didn't, I think it only took them about two or three weeks to like write and film and all that stuff. So they put this together really fast. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, the, you know, the, the whole production model of let's send these mobile kits that include, you know, like a basic light and like whatever their kit was, was really great. I, I have to, and it's going to be hard not to compare it to SNL, but like on the SNL ones, they have like whatever they're set up on a lot of the actors' faces. It's like you can tell there's a ring light with a phone in the middle of the ring light. And so it's like, and it's very close. So the catch of the ring light is like right on the border of their pupils. And it's like, it just, it's really distracting. Like, yeah, it's really well lit, but like you got this catch light that's, it makes you look like you're wearing some, some weird contact lenses or something, <laughs> which, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that's like, whatever it's a, it's a look, but yeah, it just sounds like they didn't perfect. They haven't perfected that yet. And it sounds like parks and rec, that crew we were able to figure something more effective out Yeah, in terms of the lighting and the way it looked and everything. Cause yeah, I mean, I'd say I'm trying to think if there was one of them that looked off more off than others, but like I said, maybe just Tom's cause he had the green screen, mm-hmm. but overall, no, I mean, it was, I really liked the way it was, it was formatted the entire thing. So, but we could actually, do you want to go through and actually go through what happens in the episode? And we can kind of, uh, yeah, let's break it down recap here. So, we start off with Bobby Newport <laughs> wearing his uh, Nope 2012 jacket. That's <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's such a good way to start it because it's like Paul Rudd's probably he's, he's one of those most notable guest stars. Oh, yeah. And just the kind of humor you can do with him is a great way to start it. You know, the like, wait, what's happening? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like speaking directly into the the lapel mic, and then when he yeah. like does finally clip it, he like turns his head and he's like, hey, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> no oh, stop so good <laughs> yeah yeah and then he's like what is this for again <laughs> yeah it's so so funny because apparently they they got that within like two hours from him um they had sent him the little rig and he just filmed it really quickly and just sent it right back yeah um, i mean it's <laughs> funny because like it, it does make sense like it's not like everyone's busy like doing stuff i mean yeah people have lives but right. i mean everyone's busy in their own way but it's like oh wow we he sent that back already huh yeah <laughs> all right well it looks great let's let's lock it in you know all right it's a lock. um yeah and then like another thing that uh just kind of starting off with this episode that was kind of like apparent within the first couple minutes is that it's not like a zoom interface you know it's the right it's the, the grizzle uh yeah. like fictional company which uh you know it's cool that like the way that the series finale ended everything it really set us up for this, like, you know, we've already seen a glimpse into the future right? Uh, of Pawnee. And so it's cool. It's like a great sort of jumping off point for this special episode. They're already set up to have this thing yeah. that we're familiar with. Um, well, that was one thing they were talking about was like, how do we keep the continuity? You know, in the, in the interview, Mike Sure was talking about how we keep the continuity going making sure that there's things that we can like use like Anne being a nurse, you know, and mm. stuff like that to where it's like, Oh, she can go back to being a nurse because she has that experience. And, you know, obviously, uh, Chris, you know, donating blood because he's so healthy. He's just got <laughs> positive <laughs> blood type <laughs> like stuff. Positive. Yeah. It's just really funny. Uh, how they're able to use those, 
Um, cause he says it's like, you know, there was a lot of liabilities and he, he wanted to figure out what are their liabilities and what are their things that they could use? What are the good things they could use? For example, was, um, Ron, you know, and Tammy, <laughs> that whole thing because they're married in real life, you know? So they're able to use that funny storyline, um, in a spot mm. like that to where it's like, as opposed to kind of like, because they're in the same home, you know, you want to figure out, okay, with our limitations of uh, the fact that everyone's separated, mm-hmm. you want to figure out why would April and Andy be separated, for example. And it's hilarious because he's stuck in the shed and she, and, and she's like, why don't you let him out? And- right. Yeah. <laughs> and then like the same thing, like with Anne being a nurse, that's like a, a double whammy because her being separated from Chris, it like makes sense that if she's a nurse, like they would be quarantining from each other within their own home because like she's right. more exposed and stuff so like that and he's donating blood so it's like that's already like you don't want to yeah exactly if he's doing that you don't want to expose him to something so yeah yeah and then um <laughs> yeah so ron and ron being and tammy that situation yeah it's like ron's married to diane but you know we don't that's not really viable like in terms of getting them together and and the fans don't really care as much about their dynamic together yeah uh, because the tammy thing is like funnier and so yeah that's just like a great way to bring right. that it's up it's like the donna and uh kegel michael key you know like because mm-hmm. he's in it but it's like they're not gonna like they're not gonna make a big deal as to because i think they said something about what he was doing right she said he was doing something i forgot what it was but yeah she mentions him all right, let's see here. But okay, so let's go back to basically after we have Bobby Newport and we have the intro, we show Ben and he's at home and he's at in his at home phase. <laughs> yes, because you see it's great because you see in the background the claymation box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. Like just off to the side, you can see that he's got his setup and and yeah. uh, he's in that same shirt. Letters to Cleo. Yeah, um, <laughs> which like that's such a great part of the series. Um, and oh, yeah. yeah, so I, I mean, again, yeah, it's they they had they had these storylines uh, from previous seasons that like set them up perfectly for the for this kind of thing, right? Like, what would what would Ben do if he was at home quarantined? Yeah, <laughs> you know, and like <laughs> claymation movie of Cones of Dunshire. Oh my gosh! And then later he's like, I I was reading back. It's like some of those weren't even paragraphs. They. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't even make any sense. He, he always has that point where he like realizes what he, <laughs> what he's been doing the last few weeks. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, so th- I would love to see that uh, claymation, though. Just saying. I know. Me too. I know. I, that would be a funny little like threat level midnight kind of thing. Like, hopefully, we see a full version of it one yeah. day. Yeah. It probably <laughs> it's only like, be like ten seconds, though. Yeah. Exactly. It'll cut off at the last second. <laughs> um. Uh, then, then we have uh, her calling Ron. They talk about the idea of the phone tree, so we understand like what's happening in this episode. Yeah, yeah, like know? why why they're calling each other, you know, and, and yeah. why the why they're doing it like they're doing it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I thought that was a great sort of plot device. Yeah, and fitting with Leslie's character, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Very like everything shuts down. We wanted to try to keep everyone talking and stuff. So <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah. the other thing. Like I just you know it, this is. Uh, kind of throwing it in there because it relates to the entire episode, but like the way in which, you know, they, it's a fictional version of an American city. Right. But so it's not, there's like goofy stuff, but they also wove in a lot of this, like, you know, make sure you're like taking care of yourself and like looking out for your neighbor, you know, like doing those things where it's kind of almost like a Sesame street, like we're doing a good thing in more than just a raising money way. 
Um, yeah. And in any other show, I think it would have felt like really phony and like forced. But because Leslie's character uh, yeah. was, you know, because of like who she is as a character, it just it makes sense that she would be the one sort of pushing most of that. And like, I mean, you know, it wasn't just her saying stuff like that, but just the tone of the show, you know. And Jerry as the mayor is he's like, wasn't he the mayor of it? And that's like a that's like another plot line. Oh, yeah. Kind of play Gary. around with. Yeah. <laughs> Gary, Jerry, Larry, because they, they, I think they talked about that was where. Because they were, they had the lick the idea of the Lickin Pass. It was this thing that was canceled called the Pawnee Lickin oh, Pass. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it kind of is like going back to the whole thing of like the water fountains in the mouth and yeah. how like <laughs> it's like how hard it would be to be a mayor of the town during like a global viral that's pandemic. Right. With, if that's how people are with water fountains and stuff like that, <laughs> that was the original idea, and they just they didn't have any other ideas. They were basically like, well we're keeping that that's a, that's a media where it wasn't like well let's think about what else we could do with that they just were like yeah that's that's what we're keeping here i found it it says our original idea for the pawnee licking pass was that they would say how is pawnee doing and then jerry gary larry would say not so great uh, as you may remember people in pawnee don't have the best hygiene habits and then we were just going to slice in that actual scene from the episode where people are putting their mouths on water fountains it's just a little reminder of how hard it would be to be mayor of a town during a global viral pandemic when that's how people treat water fountains. So that's how we wrote it originally. But then it was like, well, we've seen that already. That's not an interesting or surprising way to, to show that. So we ought to write a new joke. And someone immediately pitched the Pawnee Popsicle Lickin' Pass. And it was like, yep, that's it. Let's not question it. Just keep going. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's, from the, that's from the article. Yep, from Mike Schur. So so it's it's kind of interesting how some ideas like that, how their ideas must have been in the writing room, um, you know, how some of them were like that, where they're like, all right, let's do it. And then some of them are like, well, let's think logistically how if this will work with with our limitations. And so pretty much at that point, they've been, you know, they go back, they call it a bunch of people that, you know, in the in the phone tree. Then we finally get our first kind of like commercial, so to speak. And it's uh, at home with Joan. <laughs> and she's she's. <laughs> Definitely going, you know, pretty crazy. Yeah, I love how you, you see the, um, she's set up in front of that giant painting of herself, like, <laughs> in that pose, that, like, classic, you know, I like to call it the George Costanza. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's, she does remind me of Jan, like, in The Office in later seasons, where she has all the paintings of herself. And she's yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> exactly. That yeah. very much, I would love to see a spinoff webisode of Jan Calamezzo and, or excuse me, uh, Joan Calamezzo and Jan Levinson. <laughs> uh, that would be wonderful. Yeah, because clearly shrill. they were they were probably written uh, with similar ideas in mind. You know, they just they're like, you know, what would make this character different? The <laughs> O in their name. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, so then we have the, uh, Dennis Feinstein commercial, which is great, uh, with the miracle cure. Yeah. Like, doesn't he, is that, he calls it a miracle cure, right? Yeah. Or, it's like a miracle cure, like cologne. Yeah. Um, and then, and then Mike sure actually talks about how they wrote that joke before Trump actually said that. <laughs> oh God. There was like a thing where Trump talks about like cologne and the chemicals, like killing the virus and, <laughs> oh yeah. Then we get purred, heard with you, heard with purred. The, <laughs> oh my god, I love it. I love that was Purge. great too. And I love the little like chirons that say, you know, Leslie Nope is the person who is talking now. 
Yeah, I, I love how they brought this this the the town in because I mean this really is really a lot like you know like a Springfield or Quahog mm. or you know what I mean like it really yeah. it's a it's the first comedic town in a real show that really works you know yeah so then we have Jeremy Jom Jom Jam, Jam. Jeremy Jam <laughs> I always want to say Jom why because the two ends. Yeah. Yom. Yeah. He's like he's uh Jom. like Swedish or Norwegian or whatever that yeah. is. Yeah. It's it's literally it. it's the two M's. <laughs> yeah, and his his commercial was so great because again we have someone who's trying to make their business model work, but it's <laughs> yeah. like, well, I mean, I, are people really gonna do their own dental dental work? delivery? Drop off needles, <laughs> gauze. You can perform your own surgery. Yeah, we'll walk so- you through it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's so funny. Yeah. No, the, the, those, the commercials were probably, probably my favorite parts, you know, like how they were able to incorporate those in, um, yeah. it does give it a different feel, you know, as opposed to just the grizzle calls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It gave a little bit of, uh, of, of a different feel and also a way for the characters that aren't a part of the parks department to, you know, be featured and stuff. Um, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like it was a good balance. Yeah, because if we, you're like you were just saying, if we have even for example the office, if we did something like this, we'd only have probably the, the Zoom call kind of thing. You know, we wouldn't have as much of the other dynamic because you're not going to have commercial with Jan, or you know, you're not going to have that kind of thing. So you're pretty much only going to have those people who are still connected in the office, right? Having that dynamic, which you can't really. So it's kind of having the city as a, as a character is really key and really. To making mm-hmm. this work, I think. Yeah, especially. Yeah, yeah. especially. Yeah, the and how they are the always city. unhygienic and like everything. All the I like. I just like how they approached it with how they were like, look, there's some things that we're not going to be able to write in based on what we've written in the future, but also what's going on currently, you know, and our limitations there. So, um, so yeah. So they, I, I personally think they did a great job of what you know. Obviously, I don't think you could ever have a show like this like continuously. You know, mm-hmm. agreed. Yeah, the format I think would get really old. Like if it's it's yeah, I don't think people would like it for more than just kind of something like this, like a one off. You know, or or the SNL model yeah. where it's like they're doing little short performances and it's kind of funny. But to have like a whole show with characters and dynamics, you can't just. Even Mike Schur says like in another article about it where he's like. Uh, it says here, TV is a team sport from the beginning to the very end. It's about groups of people functioning in holistic ways with each other and collaborating and being on the, in the same room at the same time. I don't think there's any way that is a sustainable method for making television. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that sentiment. But this in particular was great. I mean, it worked. Uh, that's the thing, I think, and, and that's what they realized was that they, they even said they were never going to, you know, Mike Schur and um, Amy Poehler said, like, look, we're never going to, Let's just put it away. They were done with it. But in this situation, it's the perfect mixture of the right elements coming together to make it work. You know, it's kind of like the Curb Seinfeld reunion. They're never going to do a mm-hmm. reunion, but the way it came together as a Curb thing where they do a reunion is was great. You yeah. Know? And, and that's I think that's how a lot of these. So like The Office, it's like they're not going to they would never reboot that and just have a few of the same characters and the new characters in the same office. And it's like, they know that wouldn't work, you know? So that's why they haven't done it yet because they're trying to think of a, a way more creative way to reboot the show or re or restart the show. That's not just, yeah, I really hope they don't immediately do anything old. like that with the office though. Cause I don't think that would work 
with The Office. Exactly. Whereas yeah. with like Parks and Rec and, uh, you know, it's it's like, yeah, you have this this palette of characters that are much more conducive to being shaped and like and this like like you said, the town itself is so much of a character that that's how, you know, we were able to have this like full episode and it kind of flew by. Like I was surprised. I was thinking, man, you know, like, was that really a full length, like half hour episode? And like, yeah, it was longer. It was like three minutes longer than most is what yeah. they were saying. Right. Because of like normal ad breaks and stuff. That's, that's true. Yeah. Cause they only wrote for that amount of time. Yeah. Have we, so where are we in the episode? Let's see. Okay. So we're, we're on the end of the, so we're at John Ralphio and his uh, ah, yes. random commercial saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, he says, please call me. I'm very sad. <laughs> yeah. And I saw on Twitter, uh, Ben Schwartz shared an extended uh, scene oh, yes. from that, from that uh, scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's another thing, too. There's probably a lot of, like, deleted footage of some of the, some of the uh, especially the commercials, were had a lot of improv, probably. You yeah, know, yeah. Of, like. So certain things Perd said or like, you know, with Joan doing in a tree, maybe she was swinging on one of them. Like, you know, like they probably had a couple extra deleted scenes. It'd be kind of funny to see. And then we have Johnny Karate giving a little message to the kids. That's good. And then it goes into Tammy too showing up at Ron's oh, house. I love this. <laughs> which, yeah. Like we talked about was a great way to include one of their, you know, um, advantages in, in the writing room, you know, and yeah. figure out what, what can we use to our advantage. And that was one of and, them. Yeah, it's, and yeah, it's one of their, you know, best running jokes. So, yeah, exactly. And then we have the 5,000 candles in the wind. It's funny how Ben still doesn't get the joke. Oh, <laughs> like my gosh. He still doesn't get the, the little Sebastian thing. Yeah, I, <laughs> maybe one of my favorite parts in the whole episode is when they start it and he's like, wait, really, guys? And then he says... <laughs> This is a really long song. <laughs> like, he's like, are we are we really going to do this? Uh, oh, I love funny. that. Yeah. And then yeah. it's it is funny because like um that sort of like group singing thing is is very much I think a trope of this like what is entertainment in the remote world look like, you know, and like so yeah. this is just kind of it's just funny I think if there were any other um like didn't SNL do it too? Like Yeah. With oh no 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 it was um some good news with yeah with Hamlet Hamilton Hamil- Hamlet Hamlet <laughs> uh, it's omelet it's Hamlet it's a Western omelet with ham <laughs> and peppers and yeah yeah so uh but yeah but I love I love that song I love Ben but sorry Ben you you just you don't get it you know <sighs> you don't get it. You don't get it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and all you know, uh and that was that was the end, right? That was pretty much it. That was Yep, yep. It was kinda cool however how everyone like signed off and Oh we, we we didn't talk about the funny one of the funniest bits was that no one wanted to call Gary. Oh, yeah. And then when they finally did, he couldn't figure out his face filters. <laughs> <laughs> That's like probably one of those like probably one of the funniest visual gags in the whole like episode. And that's another like, you know, remote entertainment. Oh like, yeah, that yeah. would never be used in like I feel like a normal episode. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, that, that's why I loved it. Yeah, there were so many yeah things that you couldn't do in a normal episode, that and also that you couldn't do in a normal time. You know, so everything was so uniquely special in that sense. Yeah, and uh, that was pretty much it. There was um, one other interesting thing I had noticed just in terms of how everyone looks uh you know a few years on a few years later 
And, you know, in terms of like continuity and stuff, like it's great. Like everyone looked really great. Yeah. Um, they looked like their characters. Um, even it's funny, even like Rashida Jones, who, you know, I really only watch her in like the office and parks and rec and a handful of other things that she's in here and there, but really not much. Right. So her recent show on Netflix, black AF, Mm -hmm. where she plays like a fictional version of, um, this guy who made blackish and all those shows, uh, she plays his wife. She looks a lot older. Like she looks not bad or anything, but she just looks like five or 10 years older. And so when I saw that on Netflix, I thought, huh, I wonder like, is that just how she looks now? But she doesn't look like that on the parks and rec special. So it's almost I'm, good makeup. Yeah, I think they probably aged her up for the yeah. Black AF show, but um, yeah, it's like Mandy Moore doesn't look like old Mandy Moore, and this is us. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? It's like Mandy Moore without her old makeup is like she could be one of the Pearson twins, like <laughs> <laughs> right or triplets, whatever. Anyways, so yeah, I think that's all I had for um for this episode. Yeah, I mean, probably the last Parks and Rec episode we'll get. I mean, unless we have another weird random pandemic that happens that yeah creates for this kind of writing <laughs> creativity you know it's like obviously it's like what you you just really need this writing team and these actors and they you just you can put stuff together you know it's great yeah and they um one of the main reasons they did it was to raise money yes. for feeding america and i think they rose you know something like over two million dollars um, yeah i mean on friday it was like a million so yeah it was you probably checked a was that the most recent time that data was available? <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to uh, probably rewatch it a couple times. I've, I really want to rewatch the, uh, the show itself, obviously, you know, maybe skip the first season here or there. But I've actually rewatched Parks and Rec probably like three or four times, but it's nowhere near as much as I've rewatched The Office, obviously. Um, but yeah, yeah, we should dive into the show on here. Um, I think on on this podcast is a perfect place to talk about those kind of things, right? You know, all things Michael Schur and Greg Daniels, and yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's um, it's going to be a fun fun ride, and uh, we'll be we'll be back relatively shortly. Uh, talking, we'll probably work our way through the office first, and um, and then. We'll follow Michael Schur as he leaves the office as a writer in season five to co-create Parks and Recreation with Greg Daniels. Um, and of course, we'll get into other the other shows that he's touched. Yeah, we feel like we've got a lot of a lot of stuff to uh, to wade through. So I think that's all I had. Did you have anything else, Adam? No, I mean, yeah, like like you were saying, you know, we, we're going to talk about probably uh, some of their shows like The Good Place is one that we're not as familiar with, but we would like to watch because that's one Mike sure just created by himself. That's his, one of his only ones he created just on his own. Mm. Um, so I want to check that out. You know, yep. we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll also probably talk about the show upload, which is a Greg Daniels show, which just, uh, just appeared on Amazon prime. Also probably space force, which yes. is premiering in a few weeks on Netflix, which is co-created by Greg Daniels and Michael Scott himself. Oh yeah. Steve Carell. So, that's going to be cool. This because it's basically a workplace comedy with NASA. So it's like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's got to be good, right? It's got to be somewhat good, at least. <laughs> Worth talking about. 
yeah, I'm I'm stoked for that. Uh, yeah, upload just started, uh, so we'll be probably diving into that a little bit uh, soon. I, I've just seen one episode, and it's it's really good so far. Um, so yeah, good to like have all this sort of content to look forward to, as well as all this stuff in the past that we can uh, sort of break down for for other fans of of those shows. Yes. yes. Well, we've gone through the Parks and Rec special. Uh, we looked long and hard at that. And, uh, hey, that's what Sure said. 